Welcome back to the Lehigh Valley Arts Podcast, where we will explore the local arts culture and community in the Lehigh Valley. We'll be doing this through conversations with individual artists, administrators, and organizations. We'll discuss all types of mediums with the goal of enriching local arts culture. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Lehigh Valley Arts Podcast. I'm Elise. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Ben. And this past week, we had an awesome opening reception for Nina Budhansing's show over at Steel Pixel Studios. Woo! Sorry, the gallery at Steel Pixel Studios. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for every to everyone that came. Um, yes. And there was a lot of new faces in here, which was really exciting. Yeah. So I... Huge yeah. turnout. Good turnout. Yeah. Good turnout. Very good. We did something kind of new and kind of fun. So credit to the gang at Steel Pixel Studios for the projection. <gasps> installation yes. of Nina's mural which is on view at the Liberty Street Tavern yes in Allentown Pennsylvania so there was a cool projection of that here during mm-hmm. the opening yeah fun. I got to sneak over there during a lunch hour grab a bunch of pictures of her mural stitch them together and then get that ready for projection that night mm. it was a lot of fun it was really cool to see when you walk in for the first time good surprise <laughs> totally, totally. It was it was cool bringing more context to the beer cans that she had designed and had on display that night. That's so true. So putting yeah. putting those in a similar setting to where you would be drinking them and and what it would be like at the tavern with that yeah. there, I thought they they paired together quite nicely. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. It was a fun ambiance for the night. That it was <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Well, if you are just tuning in for the first time because you heard about us uh, at Nina's opening reception, welcome to our show. And we hope that you'll stick around and listen to the awesome interview that Liz and Ben have with Marie-Jean Haba. All right. Elise, would you mind reading her bio for us? Marie-Jean is an independent artist working and living in Hellertown, Pennsylvania. Her interest in art and stained glass began in 2010 when she first arrived to the U.S. from Guinea-Conakry in West Africa. While attending Germantown High School, she distinguished herself by crafting paper birds with intricate feathers and stained glass. One of her feather birds won first place in the Philadelphia School District Art Competition, kicking off her career as a visual artist. Upon graduating, she attended Community College of Philadelphia, where she continued studying English as a second language. Jean then transferred to Shippensburg University, where she majored in French language and culture, while engaging with many art courses, including art history, three-dimensional art, and ceramics. After graduating from Shippensburg University, she felt torn between pursuing a career as a translator and exploring her passion for stained glass and painting. She made a studio in her basement, a sanctuary, where she was able to express her creativity and dedicated herself to making art from an international perspective. Marie-Jean's artworks are inspired by her early experiences in Guinea-Conakry, as well as by West African perspectives on life. She draws from the region's spirituality and the concept of sacred femininity. Heaven is under the feet of women, according to the Islamic belief, a popular saying across West Africa. With this in mind, Jean's artwork depicts the female figure. Her work explores the mythology, spirituality, and representation of women in her culture. With her fine art, she manages to combine her experiences as a young adult in Pennsylvania with her early influences in West Africa. Although women are considered sacred in West Africa, there is still taboo around open conversation regarding women's bodies. Therefore, Jean's dream is to introduce a frank dialogue about all aspects of femininity, including the bodily form. Marie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. You've been uh, someone that we've had on our list for a while now. I think the first time we met was at First Friday. Yes. We're sitting in Anthony Smith's studio and he's like, 
there's somebody across the hall from me that you guys have to meet. And then he walked <laughs> us over there and we saw all the beautiful works that you had on your wall. A lot of which were Christmas ornaments. Yes. Yeah. So I'm curious, when it comes to how you identify as an artist, would you primarily identify as a glass artist? I believe now, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do paintings and I I just started to think that I'm more drawn into glass. Mm. I can do so much of glass than I think of paint. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious what specifically about the glass draws you to it the most. We've had a couple different glass artists on and everyone has given such a, a unique and, and cool answer that they connect with very personally. Yeah, for me, I think it's not grinding, <laughs> perhaps uh, just foiling and, you know, just sitting, relaxing and foiling. That's yeah. my favorite part. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to um, grinding, I just, I feel like, oh my God, I have more work to do. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of like a, a chore for me. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So. What is uh, what does your process look like when you come up with a new idea or a concept that you want to explore in the medium of glass? So I think about it first and come up with an idea, and then I sort of manage to have a picture in my head. Hmm. <laughs> and um, sometimes I draw, you know, kind of like sketch. Sure. Not really good at drawing, so <laughs> <laughs> I sketch and then. Um, Sometimes I, I just don't. I just draw on the glass and just cut it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So what is the process like to draw on glass? Like, is it just using a? Did you have to use anything in particular to do that? I use a sharpie. Okay. And just go with what's on my mind. Okay. It seems like a picture is just clear to me. Hmm. Yeah. It just. I know it's right there. I know exactly how I want it to come out. <laughs> and <laughs> that's why, or that's what I draw on the, um, or sketch. Okay. Yeah. Is it like a layering process then, or is it more of a forming it together as a whole piece? No, it's a layering process. Okay. So, um, that's okay. So <laughs> this takes me back. <laughs> so this takes me back to when I first arrived in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and um, I attended a glass um, after school program. Yeah. Um, so that's when I started to do stained glass. Um, so after graduation uh, from college, I worked at coach because Mm -hmm. I wanted to pursue fashion and yeah so um but then I ended up just quitting Mm. and just focus on art because I was doing both of them at the same time Mm. and I was bored of the traditional stained glass so I kind of wanted to create something new Mm. and I came up with an idea of glass on glass yeah 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 that's awesome well, your pieces are beautiful. Thank you. I love the colors that you choose and the the color palettes that you use. Also, the fact that a lot of them typically are very, there a lot of them are typically f- female mm-hmm. in your works. Is there a particular reason as to why you choose to go in that route? Yes. Um, I just believe that um, 
women are not as respected as mm-hmm. they should be. Yeah. They deserve more. Um, and I just felt like women more so represents my culture. Mm. So women, they work really, really hard. Yes. And um, it's a lot on a woman. Yeah. You know, not just the body. It's also like the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Sure. So... That's why I'm focusing more on women, and these ideas just come in mind. Oh, that's yeah, so cool. it's not it's not like okay, let's do a man today. <laughs> sure, <laughs> no, sure. Yeah, I only see a female figure, and I'm mm. fascinated with the female body. You know, so it's yeah. like very cool. It's very interesting. So when you're coming up with and seeing these visions in your head. Um, of the of the forms and and the bodies do you have the color palette in mind already or are you using the glass that you have at your disposal already well sometimes i have the colors in mind Mm -hmm. and sort of like um emerald was one of them i had no idea it was going to be emerald and i um i saw the glass when i went glass shopping and i saw the um the back the back piece and um i was i was like i know what's going to go in there oh that's i already know yeah so i picked the glass and i knew it was going to be emerald and i just i just saw the image Mm. yeah Yeah. very cool when you see the images then do you see so then you do see the colors already in mind or did you have to tweak it like he was kind of asking that i guess but do you tweak it based on what you have then? Or is it already in your brain what you want it to be? Yeah. Well, sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just um, sometimes I play with the colors that I have, the glasses that I have available. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it's also I know the colors. Yeah. Yeah. So how long does it typically take to make one piece? Depends on the size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and depends on the details. Mm-hmm. But... um. Hmm. Uh, the first lizard took me um, about a week okay. to put everything together. Mm-hmm. And um, the second lizard took me a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, that's a real quick process for you then. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on the details as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've, um, in, in the pieces of your work that I've seen, you've done quite a number of them that... Um, that do include famous figures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is uh what is your draw to the specific figures that you've you've chosen to to create? Um, the first one I started with um, sort of asking myself, can I make a person with glass? I mean, can I make an image or picture of somebody with glass? And um, I said to myself, no. Well, you know, come on, how are you going to do that? <laughs> so uh, I just happened to be listening to Ariana Grande at that time. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I decided to, okay, let me try her. And, you know, I, I searched some pictures and um, I saw, you know, the one that I think will fit. And um, that's how I started to see patterns on the paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. And <sighs> it, it just seems like when I look at pictures, I see patterns. It's how 
you cut the glasses. Sure. So I know it's just, it's so weird. But <laughs> so I see a pattern and I said, okay, I can do this. Let me try it. Yeah. So I tried it and I came up with it. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll try two pack. So, <laughs> so that's when I tried two pack. Um, it came out good. Yeah. 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 I think. <laughs> I, I think so as yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's super cool. Yeah. It it definitely takes an understanding of the medium that you're in to take such minimalistic shapes and create recognizable figures from them. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm always amazed because I can draw a line on a piece of paper and it may resemble a face. <laughs> But it likely won't resemble anybody specific's face. <laughs> but someone like yourself mm-hmm. could use the same exact lines and tools that I would have available mm-hmm. and make something yeah. infinitely more recognizable. <laughs> <laughs> Very, true. Very true. Any of you? So you said before that you went to school originally for fashion, correct? Originally wanted to, um, yeah, do fashion, mm-hmm. but did not go to school for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was confused, just, you know, like many people, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to major in. Um, I worked at the school district of Philadelphia Mm -hmm. as, um, a computer specialist and stuff. So, um, yeah, so I, I did not know if I wanted to go for, um, I don't know, teaching or technology or whatever. I was so confused. Um, so after Community College of Philadelphia, I went to Shippensburg, hmm. yeah, <laughs> where I uh, met my professor. Um, she's no longer with us, but mm. she, because of her, I fell in love with languages, oh. yeah, and I ended up studying uh, languages and culture. Was there interest in being a translator at any point? Yes, yeah, <laughs> and a teacher, a French teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have that patient, but <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, and a translator or working for the uh, the embassy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. That would have been cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Was there anything specifically that drew you to French yeah. over any other languages? Uh, choosing French over any other languages? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No. Was French your third language? Something like that. Yeah. My second, <laughs> second, third language. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we have my mother tongue and the um, uh, we have the Soso, you know, which is another. Um, I don't know. They're all in Guinea, so we have the Meningos, the Soso, and you know the Fulani and stuff. Different yeah. tribes. Mm. So. For example, my mom, she speaks all the languages, and oh. I only speak Maningo and Soso and French, you know. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Only speaks three languages. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. No, yeah. that's, most people can't even speak more than one language, so right. that's very impressive. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> you were telling me about your experience when you lived in China with, with something very similar. Yeah, it's it's based off of where you're from. Okay. As well. So very yeah. similarly, mm-hmm. um, in China, there are specific areas in which, depending on where you live, mm-hmm. it's slightly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can kind of get the gist of what someone's saying, but yeah. it's not quite the same. 
Hmm. So they're all very different depending on where they're look. Providence. They co- Providence. they go by Providence, not by um, a specific people group. Or, yeah, yeah. And then it depends on where you're from, what you how you speak. Okay. Then there's like sixty something there. Yeah. Over there in China, so it's like really confusing. <laughs> oh my god! I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the same kind of concept. Yeah, it's very interesting because you mm-hmm. can learn the language, but then. You have to learn all the variations of it as well right. to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> In your artist bio, mm-hmm. um, I was fascinated by the 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 paper birds. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would I would love to hear more about that from you. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> the paper bird started when I was in high school. Um, I think it was my senior year, mm. and um, I was taking art class. Um, my art professor will, I was a teacher. She would, she will sit there and I don't know, paint on paper, and mm. then she would throw the scratch away. So I would take those scrap papers and sort of like cut them like um, a feather. Yeah, and then um, so somehow I just came up with glowing that paper onto my canvas or something yeah. and make a bird. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where the bird idea came from, but I thought a bird, <laughs> it's a feather. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's how it, and um, my art teacher said to me, she said, um, the student is b- getting better than the uh, the teacher. So <laughs> I will never forget that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a compliment right it, there. It is, <laughs> yeah. So um, I was like, okay. And I did, I think I made three big ones. Mm-hmm. And um, I took them at a competition at the school district of Philly. And um, I I won first place, and I think it was 2010, 2011, Mm, something like that. Um, No, actually, I think 2013, depending on when we came in the U.S. (laughs) 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 A couple of years after that. (laughs) I love the texture in those the bird pieces, because I think we saw one, I don't know if I'm correct or not but i think there was one when you're in your first friday show Mm -hmm. and the texture of it is beautiful because it comes it's almost like it jumps out of the frame that you put it in yeah and almost like it's moving so it's a really cool way of getting something that's normally very two-dimensional to be more Mm three-dimensional and with the textures and the colors that you choose it makes it look like it's kind of sitting on a almost like sitting on a branch outside of it which is a really cool aspect of it right yeah thank you (laughs) (laughs) thanks did your work with paper predate your work with glass um yes yeah a little bit was your first use of patterns with Mm -hmm. the birds doing doing the paper Yes. Yeah. Yeah. D- did that make the transition over to glass eventually a little bit easier? No, no. they were separate. <laughs> <laughs> Very separate because uh, I started um, doing designing the birds uh, when I was in high school. Uh, I think I think it was still my senior year, but it came before or my junior year. I'm getting this time confused. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. I do the same thing. (laughs) But yeah, so I think it was my junior year and um, and, um, I started stained glass after I did the uh, made the bird. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, so it was around the same time. Okay. And okay. it was my first introduction to glass. Oh, yeah. Really cool. So, yeah. Very yeah. cool. Is there a difference in the way that you handle the patterns and the layering between paper and glass? I think it's easier with glass than paper. Um, just because for the paper, you have to be there. You have to hold on to it once it's glued. Sure. Different type of uh, glue. And um, for the glass, you just, you don't have to be there. You know, it's just simple. Just, um, but make sure everything is in place. You can't just put everything on totally. the glass and just leave mm. you know you have to design it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and make sure they're straight as well yeah yeah, that makes so, sense. yeah, yeah. very cool <laughs> well you've talked about painting paper and glass now mm -hmm. so i know in my experience as a photographer i think about the different mediums that i have available before me mm -hmm. um in context of the the subject material that i would like to portray and i'd love to hear a little bit more about how you decide which medium you would like to work in for, for a given topic or piece. Let's say yesterday, I said to myself, I'm working with glass tomorrow, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then I always work with glass, though, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, But I do have my business, my candles, and I do choose to make candles as well, depending yeah. on my mood and mm. how I feel, because candles do change that. So, totally. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, whenever I kind of feel strong-minded, I work on glass all the time. Mm, okay. Yeah, and because of stress as well, you have to be careful. Don't cut yourself. So, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I do have days when I make glass and days when I <laughs> make candles. <laughs> if that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's from glass to candles. It's really interesting. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Very, very different mediums. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But your candles do smell lovely because it did smell a bunch of them worth it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah, it's an ambiance, you know, put it here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> For the candles, um, it started as a hobby and I will make soap, I'll make candles, and uh, I will paint at the time. Um, and I just love the fragrance of yeah. candles um so i don't know just making them and then working with soy wax i was like why do i have sinkholes why this is happening <laughs> so i was shaking all the time nervous you know um but it kept me interesting and um i just kept researching going mm. for it and yeah um, i would give it to people family members and they are like their uh, feedback was so good. They were like, Aww. make more candles. <laughs> I want to smell that. Wow, I, could, oh, I didn't awesome. know. Yeah. So yeah, it was really nice. And um, the beginning of this year, I decided, okay, I'm going to create an LLC. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it all began. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What, uh, what kind of scents are you most drawn to? Well, my all-time sense it's eucalyptus oh, spearmint yes. <laughs> yes. yes okay yes. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> yeah and uh right now i like uh hazelnut and coffee mm. oh my god yes <laughs> it smells so good <laughs> nice. yeah. yeah yeah those are my two favorite one very cool mm -hmm. what is the what is the candle making process like 
you have to know your uh, dimension, the ounce, the size, calculate mm. everything. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's simple. Heat up the wax if you want me to get into details. Sure, <laughs> why not? I would love to. <laughs> Heat up the wax, pour the fragrance, and pour into a vessel. Okay. But you need to calculate. So yeah, yeah. Mm. Now. Um, <laughs> in making a mixed drink, I know that a little a little of one substance can go a very long way. Mm-hmm. So, how how much of these fragrances are getting mixed in? Like, mm-hmm. is it like a, a, a drop or two here and there, or is it like a significant amount of, of these liquids being mixed in? Yeah. So, um, when you say mix, do you mean? Two fragrances being mixed or just Yeah, or, or just the fragrances being into put into the wax. Okay, so yeah. um, no, there's, I use 12 ounce of fragrance okay. into um, any type of ounce of um, vessel that I have for the wax. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's a lot. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. that is wow, that's more than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah and yeah. It's, it smells uh, very strong for that reason. And because I'm using all natural um, wax, and um, so the fragrances, I make sure they smell strong because I would like I would like a strong um, candle. Strong. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Strong scented candles. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Yeah. That makes sense. But you can do 10%, 8%, depending on the wax that you're using as well. Mm. Got yeah. It. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming also how, depending on how strong the fragrance itself is as well. Yes. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some fragrances are stronger than others. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Eucalyptus tends to be a very strong, mm-hmm. pungent yes. smell. Yes. But it's a, it smells so good though, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, looking in your bio, I, I noticed that part of when you went to school, you also studied ceramics. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Is that something that you've ever thought of diving into more so, or is that more of something you just kind of tried out and maybe didn't like as much? No, I love ceramic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do ceramic with somebody special. Um, oh. yes. Supposed to be every Monday. We haven't done it in a while, but okay. yes, um, I do ceramics with her, and she is amazing. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I love ceramics. Um, I fell in love with it in college. Yeah. So yeah, uh-huh. but I couldn't buy the wheel or you uh, know yeah. the kiln. They're so expensive. Totally. Yes, they're totally. very expensive. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when you're doing your ceramics, is there anything in particular that you are drawn to making? Or is it similar to your process of when you make glass where you have a picture in your mind and mm-hmm. this is what I want it to look like? Well, sometimes I have a picture in mind, mm-hmm. but it doesn't come out that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's I feel like that's what a lot of people say when they do ceramics. It doesn't come out exactly the way they wanted it to in their brain. Yeah. Especially once you put it in the kilns as well and then from it coming out and then Mm -hmm. from you either whatever glazing it or painting it or whatever you choose to do, Mm -hmm. it's never going to look exactly like you want in your brain. It's a surprise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. I've always wanted to learn ceramics, so I like to, I I wanted to ask. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. See, again, it's one of those things I don't have, it's very, it is very expensive to get all the pieces in Mm -hmm. order to do it. So it's not something you just pick up and try out for fun. (laughs) Right. 
Yep. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been operating as an artist in the Lehigh Valley for? I was doing it at home um, after college. So it's been almost three years. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. Yeah. So what has been your favorite part of being in the Lehigh Valley art scene this far? I think my favorite part is meeting people. Yeah. Yes. Mm. That's my favorite part. Um, you know, the first Fridays are good, you know. Totally. And yes. That's where I met you guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's really nice and quiet around here. I definitely enjoy it. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It's yeah. nice though. Do you still have the studio at your house as well? Yes, yeah. I have my studio at home. Um, I used to work in the basement, and you know, really nice and cozy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I switched it once I started my candles, and I started to make candles in the basement. Mm -hmm. Nice temperature, and now I am making glass upstairs uh, <laughs> <laughs> and in my studio. So, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Thinking about it, there's so many materials that you must store everywhere in your house. I have space for everything. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be really organized. Yes, yes. And sometimes, most of the time, I get rid of stuff, you know, because mm. um, you have the trial phases. And yeah. after that, you learn that there are new materials or, oh, you know, yeah. better materials. So you mm. you have to get rid of things, mm -hmm. not holder. You Not know, order. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. So, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But I do have a lot of stuff, especially fragrances and mm -hmm. especially glass as well. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. When thinking about glass, um, we've talked with a number of artists about their, the preferred size that they like to work at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is there a specific size that you find yourself most drawn to? Yes. I think it's uh, a the eight by 11 okay. type yes yeah. and um i started to make the bigger ones um they are really about 25 by something wow yeah oh, wow, that's a big that's a big piece yes they yeah. are but um right now i'm just i am going back to eight by 11 mm. yeah understandable yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah when you're cutting out the shapes how do, what does that look like to do because I don't really feel like you can't just cut it like you normally would cut mm -hmm. like a bread, piece of bread or something. No. <laughs> 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 no, but you have to hold the cutter like really straight okay. and you have to add some pressure to it mm -hmm. to hear it sort of like cutting okay. the glass. Um, uh, it's it's different because you also have to cut the patterns and mm -hmm. yeah, um, I choose specific spots. For example, if I am making a, some something like emerald, mm -hmm. um, I choose one leg and then I say, okay, I want this one leg to be right here because mm -hmm. I want that color of the glass. Like okay. I want that part. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. Do, okay, I don't know if this is the same either, but when you have different colors, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it's, they have a different, I don't want to say thickness to them, but they have a different structure to them based on the color. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Does yeah. that alter how you work with each piece yes. as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. Some spots also have like 
some glass have spots that have texture yeah and some of them are smooth and you if you're cutting where the textures are it's mm. totally fine but you need more pressure okay sure. yeah and um yeah sometimes you just want something that stands out mm -hmm. and for me that's texture on the glass mm. Mm. depending yeah. on what i want to emphasize okay on. yeah 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 how often is it when cutting a piece that uh something goes wrong and it ends up breaking oh my gosh <laughs> 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 that happens um most of the time <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. we're like oh yeah cow <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm curious because budgeting for materials yeah. for different art projects varies greatly depending on the medium yeah and i'm clear uh, and i'm curious how how budgeting for glass works because because <laughs> yeah i, I you know very yeah. similar to working with ceramics when yeah. you put it in the kiln mm -hmm, you gotta mm -hmm. have a margin of a margin of error available so that you can maybe do it again but yeah. account for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh there is this technique that i am coming with and hopefully um it, it will be at the uh first friday in the, on um the next first friday in december yeah <laughs> so it's a new technique never seen before but i was inspired by somebody it's special you guys will see it there oh, i have cool. the details and i'll make sure to email him too yeah. <laughs> but um i went my i'm going back to your question is that when i make a mistake with the glass mm -hmm. yeah i use that glass for the project that i am about to start oh, oh very so, cool. yeah i just thought of this idea and oh. then i said oh my gosh it's sort of going to be a mixed media thing. Oh, so, cool. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. yeah. So no wasting glass. Yeah. And it helps with the budgeting. <laughs> yeah. <that's> totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. No, it makes a lot of sense. That's a really neat way of still using all your materials mm -hmm. and being able to use your creativity based on what pieces you have. I don't want to say leftover, but leftover, I guess, yeah. from when, what happened when you're trying to cut it into a certain way. Right. That's really cool. Yeah. Challenging yourself yeah. to be more creative in what you have. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I hope it works. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. The one piece you sent over, I don't know what the name of it is. E Emerald? Yes, that's I think Emerald. so. Yes. In the top, like, right mm -hmm. corner, I guess I want to say, is that the coloring of the glass yes that's a stunning piece <laughs> up in the right corner to go down into it because of the way that it's almost clear it almost looks like water mm -hmm. how did you how did you get it to look in that way because there it looks like there's so many different layers of color in that mm -hmm. so that's how the glass was bought oh wow yeah so that's why when i saw the glass mm -hmm. um I was searching for just a simple green glass. Mm -hmm. And when I saw this one, I said, oh my gosh, I, I saw it. I, I saw the water mm -hmm. and um, I saw the trees. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you guys see, but that's what I see. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. So I saw the water right away. I was like, wow, that looks like it's beautiful because it looks like the reflection of water almost like that. Yeah. When the sun's hitting in, reflecting off of it. It's really yeah. pretty. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I love the colors in here. Yeah. It almost looks like you went and like painted them together because oh, of really? the way that the color the paint the colors of the glass fuse together really well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, when I saw her, I just, I just know it. <laughs> I knew exactly that she was going to be on there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love it. <laughs> Thank uh, you. And the colors are so beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How would you describe these, these greens and maroons? Oh, uh, the greens are trees, sort of like forest, mm-hmm. and. The white part, I believe, is the water, mm-hmm. just like the sun reflecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like that. Um, and that's emerald. Um, <laughs> emerald is named after my um, my birthstone. And mm. um, yeah, so she's really connected to me somehow. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, and I felt like Emerald is me when I'm balanced, you know, like, oh. yeah, when I'm just in that mm-hmm. mood of, okay, no trauma, mm-hmm. no, you know, yeah. uh, no, not too happy. I don't know, but it just feels calm. Yeah. So when I'm balanced, I just feel calm and just relaxed and sort of like in meditation mode mm-hmm. but yeah but that's me when I'm in that you know I guess like describe it as that's me within mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah definitely. the whole process yeah. everything together decided to call it Habaism oh. <laughs> which is uh, my last name and because oh. I <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's that's so that's fun. I never thought I would say this is so. <laughs> <laughs> because I wish that one day, you know, people will see this and they will recognize my work. Yeah. And you know, I just when when I start to inspire people mm-hmm. and I feel like that moment and that movement should be called Habaism. So, yeah, I something love that. like that. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. People will definitely recognize your work. Yeah. It's it's definitely one of a kind. I don't think I've ever seen anything like your work before. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Thank yes. You. And it's very clean cut too. Like the images that you create on top of the glass mm-hmm. are very clean. Yeah. Like that's why I'm so I was so intrigued before about the whole like, cutting the glass process mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you have so many curves in it. Right. I would think that the curves to get them correct yeah. and equal on each side mm-hmm. or equal enough on each side that it's probably a pretty long process for you to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean there are some curves that are really hard if they are, you know, um very curvy. Yeah. It's really hard to cut them. Mm-hmm. But some um, soft curls are easy to cut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> are there some, it looks like there's also a little bit of yellow in this as well, correct? Like yellow, greens, mm-hmm. maroons, some browns, yeah. tones. Yeah. She seems like she's just sitting quiet and meditating. I get that feeling that yeah she's like almost leaning back on yeah. her hands mm-hmm. a little bit and yeah. just kind of taking her surroundings in yes yeah yes yes exactly yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> so is this one, just one piece of glass underneath i think you said this already but like mm-hmm. 
to get all those colors, is that one full piece or is that what the layering is underneath? No, that's just one full piece. Oh, that's such a cool like color combination. Yes, yeah. The piece that we've been talking about is Emerald mm -hmm. by Marie Jean Haba. This piece is 24 by 24 inches and it's glass on glass. This piece is primarily green and maroon, resembling an outdoor wooded area. In the upper right-hand corner is a white glass mixed in with the green and maroon. The texture resembles that of water. In the center is a meditating woman who is made of muted yellow and maroon glass. The outside of this piece is made up of a silver frame. Well, when I first made Emerald, she has a sister, and <laughs> her sister is Liza. Mm -hmm. And um, they were both purchased around the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, and cool. <laughs> the, um, mm. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Liza. That's Liza number two. <laughs> 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 but that's uh, Liza in the two elements. Oh, very and, cool. And, yeah, I, I like them both because they have, uh, Liza is uh, in the water. Yes. And it's like, there's wind blowing and she's sort of like tilted the other side just mm. a bit. Um, that was done on purpose because I kind of wanted to match it with uh, Emerald. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And I assume these are both the same size? Yes. 24 by 24? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I love cool. the hair. Because <laughs> it you. almost has that uh, metallic yes. look to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And without even you describing it, looking at it, you can just tell that it invokes being in the water. Yes. Which is really neat the way that she's almost standing in it. Mm -hmm. She's definitely standing in it and you can tell just by the way that you cut everything. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks. I also really appreciate your, the background that you have for each of your pieces mm -hmm. because it definitely invokes the, the whole point of what you talked about in your bio a little bit yeah. about the culture behind everything that you do mm -hmm. and i really love that you have something for each piece yeah because it means that the, it has such a meaning mm -hmm. to, that, rep, that you want to represent yeah i love that because that's definitely <laughs> a really personal and a different a specific perspective that you have yeah that you can share with other people thank you yeah yeah it's definitely inspired uh i try to make a connection with what i know of my culture mm -hmm. and other um other africans uh african gods and goddesses yeah. and um try to make a connection but yeah most of my work are inspired by my background, mm -hmm. my culture. I'm just fascinated with, you know, obviously study languages and culture. Yeah. So. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm just fascinated with different cultures and yeah. um, I want to talk more about my culture mm. because so many people don't even know Guinea, Conakry. Yeah, no. Yeah, so most of them ask me like, you know, New Guinea, you know, Guinea this and that. And I said, no, it's just Guinea Conakry. Yeah. And I have to explain to them where it's located. You know, our neighborhood countries are like mm. um, Nigeria, yes. uh, Sierra Leone, and Ivory Coast. So okay. um, I just feel like so many people don't know about us and our culture. And mm -hmm. I kind of want to sort of like teach people or let people know about my culture and where I'm from. So, yeah. 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 I love it. Culture is a really big yeah. part of people's lives. Right. So, and I definitely really, I 
definitely appreciate your passion for it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Love that. And when I see like my culture, just I when I say culture, I see women mm-hmm. more than men, and mm. yeah, because just the women being you know powerful yeah. and. It's so much more into it, you know? Yes. There is a lot more. And I just, I want it to, I don't want that to be seen as a taboo, you know, in my country anymore. Mm. I kind of want to stop that. Yeah, yeah of and, course. And, you know, just introduce women in their natural form mm-hmm. and not make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, make it acceptable, basically. That's what I want to, mm. you know that it's okay to talk about certain stuff, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to women, you know. Yes. So. It's, it's natural and it's beautiful in its own way. And to kind of ignore it mm-hmm. in of itself is just so sad. Yeah. <laughs> but the way that you're presenting it is is beautiful and it is the way that it should be represented. And uh, you're definitely finding the mediums and to do it with, to do it in and for people to understand a little bit better. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's why I do it. I love it. (laughs) I love your reasoning behind doing your work. Thank you. Yes. That's amazing. (laughs) Would you like to get into the pieces that you have at Chris Kendall Mart right now? Oh yeah. Yeah. You're showing your pieces. Yes, I am. Um, I, this is my first time. I have been to Chris Candlemark before, but I wasn't quite sure what it was um, (laughs) before moving around here. Yeah. So we, uh, we went there and um, I believe we bought some ornament and um, that was, that was that. So later on, my partner went there with his parents and then they bought me like this little cute necklace (laughs) (laughs) i love it but um this time i decided to just join because i had the opportunity to do so from Mm. the banana factory so yeah yeah, it was nice that's awesome yeah yeah it's pretty cool yeah Yeah. so how did you decide what pieces that you put in um i just decided to take all my artworks there oh okay (laughs) those are what i have um it's not much yet i'm still Mm. working on you know different ones okay um so yeah my studio is practically empty right now (laughs) (laughs) that's a good is that a good feeling it's a good feeling right it's a good feeling (laughs) yes uh there are more coming yeah 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 do you have a lot of ornaments there right now i am working (laughs) 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 i had to take some at the mall um i have uh my candle in this shop at the mall nice and um so they are demanding for uh, ornaments, mm-hmm. so working on that, taking them there tomorrow, and, <laughs> and I have to get ready for the Allentown market, and yeah. oh, okay, um, yeah. you know, have some on my shop as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool. a lot. So I'm creating a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> that's a lot of places, but yeah. that's also again a really good thing to have mm-hmm. be in that position. So. Yeah, you're just busy. That's all. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So have busy. to get more pieces yeah. more in ornaments for Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, though. Yeah. Well, if people want to see your work right now, mm-hmm. they can see it at Chris Kendall Mart. Yes. Where else can they see it? Uh, they can see it online. Um, I have some online. Okay. <laughs> 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 yes, they can see some online uh, at Marie dash bell dash um art.com so yeah nice so. nice 
And then you'll have uh, the Allentown Market coming up. Yes. Where people can see that and buy that. Yes. And um, is it the Lehigh Valley Mall? Uh, Which mall? I think... Uh, no, it's the King of Prussia Mall. Oh, the King of Prussia yeah. Mall. Oh, wow. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It's a big yeah. mall. <laughs> it yeah. is a big mall. <laughs> I get lost in there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> and then people can also see your work at upcoming First Fridays, right? Yes. Upcoming yeah. First Friday at the Banana Factory, 6 p.m. So, nice. yeah. Yeah. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show yes, today. Thank Thanks you so for much. having me. Of course. Let's enjoy talking with you. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thanks, Marie John, for coming in. Here's Brad with our opportunity for the week. Free classes on art and history from a queer perspective are back this December at the Bradbury Sullivan LGBT Community Center in Allentown. Remaining classes in December are Monday evenings, 6 to 8 p.m. on December 13th, 20th, and 27th. They'll be covering topics on Anne Gentleman Jack Lister, Frank Lloyd Wright and Falling Water, and Oz. For more information, uh, you can visit BradburySullivanCenter.org. Thanks for tuning in to the Lehigh Valley Arts Podcast, a Steel Pixel original series. Don't forget to like the podcast, leave us a review, and follow us on both social media and streaming services at Lehigh Valley Arts Podcast. <laughs>